Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like 2020, only with less trash and less fire. Today on the show, we're going to be talking all about the five INTP social challenges and some solutions to those challenges, or at least things to experiment with and consider. So we're going to just dive right in. Number one is talking to people as if you're being interviewed. This is something I got from Billie Eilish, or as uh, what's the name of um, uh, that that woman that's like like uh, William Eyelash is <laughs> on SNL. Oh yeah, that older lady. Yeah, I don't remember her name, yeah. but she called Billie Eilish uh, William Eyelash, and William I thought that was funny. Um, but there's an interview that uh, that Billie Eilish did with Vanity Fair that that was kind of she does this like every year same questions kind of thing and she talked about wanting to be better at not talking to everyday people in life as if she's being interviewed that's a very ti introverted thinking challenge because we're always sharing our opinions and wanting to just share your opinion is basically what i mean is you're you're in a social situation waiting for a question that is relevant to you or waiting for a moment where it's the ideal topic or something that you know a lot about that can make you sound competent, make you sound interesting, that you just start answering as if it's tailored specifically to you. And sometimes it is, you know, like I know in my case, like the ideal situation is when someone is asking me a whole bunch of questions because that's like fun for me. I like talking about myself. Like that's why I have a YouTube channel. Like why wouldn't I do that? Um, And I understand that you like to do that too, most likely. If you don't, tell me in the comments. That's totally fine. But that can be a tendency that we tend to have as an INTP is to talk to people as if we are being interviewed by them. But it's more of an interchange much of the time, especially in a social situation. You're not just bringing your introverted thinking to the table. You're bringing your extroverted functions, extroverted intuition, and extroverted feeling. So being playful, being contextually adaptable, being expressive, being connective, those are moments when it's not just about, you know, going down a rabbit hole. It's it's about connection and context adapting. The next one is compulsively compulsively giving your opinion out of context. So we just started talking about context, and this is something I get quite often as comments here on YouTube. Uh, the Beth Harmon video I did at the end of last year, all about the Queen's Gambit and talking about uh, personal growth through the assessment of her personality type. I was pretty adamant in the video or in the podcast that this is not about discerning her personality type and trying to figure out what type she is, but a large amount of comments I got were just like, I think she's an INTJ. I think she's this. I think she's that. I don't care. (laughs) Like that's not, that was not the point of the video. The point was a learning path. The, The point was to express how this character can teach you about yourself, not about being right, which is what can happen to an INTP that is trying to express your opinion compulsively and just throwing your rightness at people, just trying to be the smartest person in the room, which I do all the time. 
with all of these things, I'm not claiming expertise. I'm claiming awareness of it, and I'm claiming that this is something I'm actively working on. Um, but it is a challenge for INTPs because it's such an unconscious challenge. It's something that we have a really hard time with because that is just a natural driver for us, and at least for me. That's a driver to just want to be right, to want to be smart, to want to give my perspective, and I want people to hear my thought process um, because I value it, and I would only assume that other people value it. Um, this is not just INTPs. ISTPs can also have this challenge as well. Number three is not asking questions. Now, especially in a social situation, when I'm talking about basically waiting as if you're being interviewed to get a question from someone, a good way to get banter going is to ask questions. And I think INTPs, we think that being social is about being like, oh, hey, like, which is fine. Like you can kind of learn those skills and kind of vibe with people. But one of the best ways to get that going is to start asking questions, enable that curiosity within yourself as an INTP to, to get curious about people. That's what really will allow you to be present in the moment with someone. Otherwise you're staying in your head too much. Maybe you're like, I just want to go home or um, you're scrutinizing someone's words or, or trying to, you're not really listening to the situation or listening to people or trying to get to know people. You're just uh, being an introvert in an extrovert situation, but you have an extrovert side. That is what the extroverted intuition and extroverted feeling is about. And our extroverted intuition, our secondary function, is the place where we can actually get the best out of being an extrovert or being in our extroverted mode. So intuition is about play. It's about uh, optimism, spontaneity, curiosity, asking questions, asking big questions. And it doesn't have to be, you know, boring everyday questions about like, you know, what's your favorite color, though that's fun too. And that can spark any myriad of conversation. Uh, really is just getting curious about the other person or people in the situation, especially if there's like silence, like it doesn't have to be, I don't, it depends on the group, it depends on the context. You know, you can't always walk into a group and be like, hey, so what do you think about death? And just start there. <laughs> like that's sometimes that's too heavy, but uh, you know, you ask questions, you get, a, you get some feedback, you vibe with people and you keep going from there. So I think asking questions is the antidote to not asking questions. Uh, number four, conflating criticism with cynicism. Now, this is both giving it and receiving it. Now, in a social situation, you're talking to someone, you're listening, you're scrutinizing what they're saying, because we can't help but do that, and I understand that. But criticism, in terms of trying to fillet out what they're saying and understand what they're saying, doesn't automatically mean from yourself or from them that it is a negative judgment. It just means that you are trying to understand each other. And what I do, what I tend to do in conversation is I try to reiterate what someone is saying to help them understand that I'm trying to understand them. And that's me, in a way, criticizing what they're saying so that I can adapt it to the way that I understand it. Uh, you know, that, that might get a little complicated, but the idea here is to just fillet out and separate the idea of criticism from cynicism. You know, that for yourself, especially as an INTP with introverted thinking, you're just trying to understand things. You're just trying to break down and ask questions and figure out what someone is really trying to say. And sometimes that means 
being clear about that. Because if you can be clear about criticism being separate from cynicism, then you can express that in a social situation as well. You can say, hey, I'm not trying to judge you. I'm just, I'm just trying to get to know what exactly you're trying to say or what I hear you saying is and uh, try to convey that. So it's, the goal is connection. The goal is to try to talk to the person. The goal is to get to know them and really understand what they're trying to say. And if your criticism, your understanding of someone is coming off as if you are trying to judge them, then they're going to turn off. And the same thing's going to happen to you um, if they're trying to do the same thing to you, right? So just understand the difference between criticism and cynicism, which I'm going to cover in more detail in a, in a future video. Uh, but helping you understand that will help you not only convey your intentions properly, but then also look out for when someone is maybe conflating that themselves and um, you don't make an assumption that someone is being critical in a negative way, like being cynical or being judgmental when they're just trying to understand you. Number five, being right. And the last one, being right about being wrong, which is uh, part of the INTP rightness fixation, right? Our introverted sensing is, is the part of us that is like, I know this, I understand this. I, I got it in my brain somewhere. It's, it's, it's in, it's in my file cabinets somewhere in my brain. And even if we're wrong about something, we can often change the wording to make it sound like we are right. And this is really me offering the tool of humility as a way to express care for someone and a way to express uh, an opportunity to connect with someone. Because just saying like, oh, you know what? You're right about that is enough for someone to feel good about themselves. And if you make someone else feel good about themselves, then they're more likely to like you. And it's not about convincing people to like you. That's not what I'm trying to say here. It's not a manipulative tool, but humility is something, it's a, it's some, something that people appreciate. And if you're always trying to bend the conversation so that you're always on top, you're always the one that's the smartest one in the room, you're right. Even when you're wrong and saying like, yeah, you know what? I've, I've realized that I know I'm wrong. Uh, or pointing out your, uh, your own inconsistencies or pointing out your own, uh, challenges. You know, it's like, it's okay to say that you just don't know, or it's okay to say that the other person is right or that they have, uh, figured something out that you didn't, or to just be excited for them that they know this thing. You don't have to keep proving that you're smart all the time. You don't have to keep proving that you're above people. You don't need to prove that you are separate from them or even that you're below them in any kind of way. You know, equanimity is, is powerful of understanding that like, look, we're in this together. We're in a social situation. We're hanging out. We're just chilling. And like I said, using these tools of asking questions, being curious about people, vibing with people, uh, a little bit of humility and having some banter back and forth, understanding that you're not judging people and they're not judging you, or at least trying to have tools to clarify that is powerful for you in social situations going forward. So that's it. That is five social challenges that INTPs have and some things to think about in solving those challenges. Um, if you have an ISTP friend that could benefit from this as well, that this could probably help an ISTP as well to be a little bit more um, helpful in social situations uh, for them. But for an ISTP, it's not necessarily going to be about asking questions with the question part, which is good too. 
but it's it's more so just not uh, just not inserting your thoughts, not not just throwing thoughts at people, and that's an INTP thing too. For for INTPs or ISTPs, you're, you're having a conversation, you're going back and forth, and I know as someone that I'm talking to a camera and just throwing my thoughts at you, I don't get the feedback necessarily, uh, but in a feedback situation, you know, you just kind of you're trying to trying to trying to just vibe. So that's the whole thing. Anyway, I'm bantering. It's time to go. I appreciate you. Go to dopamine.life to check out our articles, podcasts, other videos, and our programs. And uh, if you sign up for the free ebook, you'll get access to our Mighty Networks. And there's all sorts of other stuff. There are layers upon layers of other things for you to get involved in. So if you like these videos, like and subscribe, share it with a friend. And um, that's it. So I appreciate you. Links below. Take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. See ya. I'm Gabriella and um, I had a profiling session with Christian. If you are on the fence about this, I can't recommend it enough. I've been into MBTI for about three to four years now. And when I tell you that what I learned today made up for um, three years of guesswork, I really mean it. Um, Christian uses your own real life examples in questions that he asks you and um, lets you know how your stack, your cognitive functions work together based on the answers that you gave him. Um, And that's something that you can't find in a book or online. He gave me his undivided attention and expertise and knowledge for two hours. um, And it was more than I could have hoped for. Sign up for your own one-on-one personality profiling session at dopamine.life slash profiling session today. This has been a C-Note Media Production.